0: Look, oh, God, I'm not even going. I would rather be annoyed by you than delighted by anyone else. So that's all right. Get
1: out. Picture picture Cary Grant and his hand and his upset face. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, he's almost as cute as you, so that works. Okay. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) You can play this game. (laughs) Shape. Just need to know friendship won't
1: end. My body, my body, my body, my buddy. Hello and welcome to the girls who came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners, Erin and Leslie, watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie,
0: and I'm Erin. Welcome. Up? Yeah, I didn't know what to say yeah. We usually, I usually just start talking because I'm too excited true. Well, no, but I mean like, It's kind of annoying No, <laughs> But yeah, you know, just like jump it's in and, you, and, then, and then you have something actual to say And I'm like, ah, crap, I just jumped in um, Okay So we don't have anything To necessarily plug this week yeah, That's slow okay news week. Slow news week um, Thanks to everybody for Doing stuff in the past Yeah <laughs> So awesome. go stay there. Oh man. Okay. Uh, do you want to share your sugar breaker moment? Cause I don't know it.
1: Uh, yeah, sure. Um, it's not really one moment. It's more of like an ongoing process. So um, I am literally and figuratively getting my house in order. Like oh, yeah. I have made a routine. I'm trying to, well I've made a list and have been doing Before. things and I'm trying to make these things routine so that, it becomes like maybe 15 minutes a day instead of like huge cleaning mm-hmm. projects. Mm-hmm. So far, so good. Um, after we, what do you mean
0: by uh, figuratively getting your house in order?
1: Financially. Oh, okay. okay, yeah, okay. Get my monies together. Sorry to
0: truck. I just want no, to. No, you're good. I sure understood that. Okay.
1: Trying to trying to get my monies together, get my house together, get right with the Lord. Yeah. Like when you want to punch people in the throat, but you're
0: trying to get yes. right
1: with the Lord. <laughs>
0: Wait, did I send you that? Or did you send me that? I don't know. Okay, I don't remember. But
1: it's important. <laughs> uh, yeah, after we're taping, uh, my highlight of the evening is I will be scrubbing my toilet tank. It is kind of rusty, so um, yeah, I'm gonna get rid of all that shit. The
0: actual tank of water.
1: Yeah, you have to. You're supposed to clean it twice a year. No. I know that. No, no,
0: nobody, so, nobody does, that. Nobody I'm, does I'm,
1: that. It needs it. I'm be doing that. So oh, it's gonna be a fun night. I, I,
0: done
1: that in my life this uh this wine's gonna fortify me (laughs) yes
0: it's red wine yes yeah there you go full of i'm sure the roman armies went to battle on red wine that shit's fortifying
1: yes so yeah that's Mm -hmm. uh it's working out pretty well um slowly adding how does it make you feel better more organized Mm -hmm. um it's nice the uh let's see Everything is like stays clean. So I told you about the blinds falling last night earlier. My blinds fell down. It's okay. We fixed it. Uh, My roommate's awesome. And she ran upstairs and helped me like put everything back together. But she was like, it's so clean in here. Why? Thank you, my dear. (laughs) I've been working on that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And also, well, you know, uh, people notice when things are clean, especially if they don't feel like they're clean. That's how, when I figured out I was a clean person or I like right now, my room is like quote messy, but my messy is not everyone else's messy is what I've learned. And that people like, it. but my clean, like when people come over, they're like, are you just a clean person or did you just clean? And I was like, both. But it's like, yeah, I usually don't have, like, shit everywhere. And if I have shit everywhere, that happens, okay, it's, like, Wednesday. So usually by midweek, there's going to be just, like, clothes on surfaces. Or, like, there's a box of crackers beside me right now on the desk. Or, like, books will be there. You know, like, things get kind of, as I'm tired and don't actually put things up through the week, I'm not that type of clean person that actually is, like, everything's always organized. Uh, Well, at least while I'm in school. I'm not. I think it probably was when I had my job. But, um. Yeah, people. So she probably noticed that she was like, Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Leslie's like, soup's clean. Um, yeah, that's good.
1: Thanks. What if, was if it makes you feel better, huh?
0: Yeah, uh, if nice. it makes better, not not if it's gonna make you crazy and like you're you know getting very uh obsessive or anything like that, that's not good. But yeah, if it makes you, feel to get like, there. Like, yeah, I'm just yeah, trying to if make it,
1: it a routine like, so that it's like part of my day every day and it's just something that I do like as soon as I get home from work from like 5 to 5 30 or whatever and then it's done and then I have the rest of my evening to do whatever I want
0: yeah and it's have probably a clean space yeah it's probably better for your mind I actually that's what I'll do that's why I would always like clean our dishes and stuff at home because well, I mean, when we live together because it helps me with frustration a lot mm-hmm. and like vacuuming and like mopping like if I mopped the kitchen or the bathroom I was like Well, I wasn't always frustrated, but it would help if I uh, help me if I were frustrated. It's something that the character Suzanne, a.k.a. Crazy Eyes on uh, Orange is New Black, says that when she's like mopping, it's like she's mopping her mind, you know. So it kind of can lead to it can lead to kind of working through frustrations, also dancing, you know. And sometimes I would usually, especially if you were not home and I wouldn't be bothering you, I would put on music. And be like dancing and stuff when I was cleaning. So which I wouldn't be bothering you anyway, but you know, I'm I'm just that kind of roommate. It's like I'm not I'm like over sensitive to bothering people, I think probably. Um okay, my sugar baker moment. It was today where I could have potentially gone to work and make up made up some clinical hours. I don't I mean I don't have to it's just it would just be making sure I'm ahead on things. And I woke up at my normal I woke up naturally at six something like mm, I think it was like 618 which I've been doing because I wake up at 630 to go to work and when I woke up I was like uh, okay we'll see how today goes <laughs> like I'm pretty pretty exhausted so far and I had breakfast of champions aka uh, room temperature coke zero that's how you do it and also room temperature pop-tart <laughs> in my bed because i was kind of hungry when i woke up and um i went back to sleep i talked to you and i don't think i really did much i was on like social media and then i went back to sleep and then i said okay well what i'll do is i'll just kind of come in late maybe and then i went to sleep for like an hour and i woke back up and i said okay well normally i would have i would be doing something until noon today i'd have class until noon today so except for we're on break right now so I'll just give myself until noon to either like nap or relax and just see if I feel a lot better when I get up. And especially cause there was, uh, someone that I had planned on seeing today, maybe there, but, um, especially with being like, um, holidays, uh, the Jew- high Jewish holidays are going on right now and stuff. And it's like all hands on deck since I work in a religious uh, center and, um, yeah, I woke up at 1130 and I was like, "Nah, I'm not. I'm just too tired. So I put on a um, uh, hoodie and jeans and walked my dog for like an actual walk because she hasn't been getting that many uh, really good walks because it's really like, cold and rainy and she hates that. And I kind of didn't do much today. <laughs> awesome. I like talk to my friend. I try to. Yeah, I don't you know that I don't do that. Like not unless I'm like ill, like if I unless I've been hurt. Or I'm ill. Am I like immobile? Well, I've been more since I've gotten into grad school because I end up just being exhausted. But it won't be like a full day. But I pretty much did not move today. Like I try I like made some f- I made some risotto. Uh I talked to friends, but there was quite a lot of sedentariness. So uh I think my body wanted me to do that. Yeah. And that was my sugar bacon moment. Yeah. Like listening to what you do, which I had done it all along. I'm trying to take a lot of breaks and stuff in general, as you know, but it sounded like today just needed to be a full break. I think, I think I've been, you know, I've learned this year that as I've said in earlier sugar baker moments that I'm a capable person. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that I am capable, but that I've been quite a lot on top of stuff, which is good. I'm getting stuff done. I'm not behind on anything. I'm not like super ahead on anything. I'm just kind of like where I need to be, but um, I think this is kind of new for me to actually do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I'm a little tired. I think I was a bit lazy before. I don't know if I was lazy, but you know, I think that I um what in the world? You're talking to me on <laughs> on the phone madam. <laughs> look at that later. One wow. <laughs> could say you're maybe not listening to me.
1: <laughs>
0: no listening. I know everything mm, no. you said. Yeah, right. <laughs> I can
1: multitask.
0: <laughs> All right. You know what? You know what? You know what? I'm going to look at it and tell the viewers what you just sent me. <laughs> okay, it's cute. It's cute, people. It's it's Michelle <laughs> Forbes and Jerry O'Connell from. Uh, can I read what you said? Just yeah. to embarrass you yeah. to me during a podcast, Dude, my
1: survey like, moment. It's like passing notes in class. I just got caught by the teacher, who is also yes! the person I'm
0: passing a note to. <laughs> I think I should I'm not gonna screen cap it but we should put up what this <laughs> damn picture is that you sent me which was very appropriate <laughs> that says I have never you know what's funny? You edit this shit. You could edit it out but you're not going to I'm not gonna let you. Gonna um I have never it. in my life been jealous of Jerry O'Connell until this moment. <laughs> and he's with Michelle Forbes and her. Wait, they're on a the plane it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, they're on a plane. And she's precious. Oh my God, she's wearing a beanie. I don't know why you two aren't married
1: can we just be, married,
0: anyway, you can just be married oh my god sorry i if you're way too embarrassed you are allowed to to, to leave this but no nope. i have to call your in. ass out for sending me that which I means you were on plans. instagram while i was talking i was also <laughs> listening
1: i don't have to do any screen maintenance while you're talking i just get to listen to you so i was listening and scrolling okay. to instagram win-win <laughs>
0: uh why did you say the nose plays
1: because i don't know
0: I just what was it. what was it? oh no i know the big reference i should have oceans, i should I mean. have said
1: we'll do it live oh I said the nose plays <laughs> instead <laughs>
0: You know, I hadn't forward. been nuts enough in the in, in the in the talking before we started recording, so now people just get to hear. <laughs> we do do it live. Like I wasn't, I was nuts in a kind of paranoid way, but I wasn't nuts like in the this way where I'm just being on fire and ridiculous. So there we go. Okay, now that you're going to divorce me, um, would you like to uh, uh talk? About, what are we doing
1: now? Holidays. Holidays. Yeah. Nowhere, I, I need to remember. point out that we we're doing yesterday's holidays because today's holidays were just kind of bullshit. I mean, not all of them. Like, some well, of them are well, like, okay, not. well, that's nice. But yesterday's are like,
0: the fun. actual holiday of like Yom Kippur is yes. today. So, no. like, that actual holidays holiday. is great. The made up ones, ones are stupid.
1: Yeah. Like, some of the ones, the, the supplementary ones are not as cool as the ones yesterday. So, I'm going to do yeah, the ones so for yesterday. So good call. Yesterday was Yugo Girl Day, and the
0: international I dri- what? <laughs> I shouldn't have been drinking while you were saying it. Oh, I'm sorry. It, it was My just white girl. the second time around. I thought you you'd Go be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> like it was so. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was- <laughs> sorry. It was- it's There's quotes. the laughter. Um, it's a little bit like like. A- <laughs> Like a, like a newscaster trying to read out, like, a rap name.
1: That's what it sounds like to me. I mean, I have a journalism degree, so yeah! there's yeah! that. Oh,
0: that was good. <laughs> you go, girl day. Go girl day. <laughs> Look, I couldn't say it any better unless I was, like, being potentially offensive. So, yeah, I love it. It's just, I just love it so much. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're
1: welcome. Uh, it's also the International Day of the Girl Child, so those two kind of go hand in hand. Um, and we'd also like to mention that yesterday was National Coming Out Day. I saw a bunch of cool stories oh online, and I had a lot of fun yes. reading them.
0: Yeah. That almost became, yes. And so yes.
1: that would
0: have made a of sense, wouldn't it? Yes. Um, also,
1: Phoebe Robinson's yeah. book came out like three days ago. That should be a holiday. I missed
0: it. Man, I am missing
1: all kinds of Or maybe of stuff. it was yesterday. I thought it was on the 9th, but no usually oh. books come out on tuesday um, do they yeah wait tuesday, honey, tuesday? i used to work at yesterday. a bookstore we always got our shipments on tuesday so maybe it was yesterday anyway fibby in book dvds
0: yeah we should check it out i don't know i don't have a copy yet i should have a copy and we should read it it'll be great i'm i'm sure yes amazing yes
1: okay so what do we watch this week
0: This week we watched uh, season one, episode 19, first aired April 6th, 1987. Mary Joe's dad dates Charlene. Wow, this is the most like podcasty I've sounded, (laughs) you know? Like usually I'm just kind of myself and right now it's like, oh, there's a voice as I'm reading things. I used to read the newspaper on the radio. Did you know that about me? I I think I used to do it when I knew you.
1: Fun fact of the day. Yeah. Huh.
0: I say radio. It's a very specific radio station that was for the visually impaired. Oh, that's cool. And um, I used to read, uh, I think, USA Today. And I hated it because I had specific sections. And, like, the sports section was mine. And I never, oh, my God, I never knew sport. I mean, I like the Blue Jays now. And I like hockey and I like soccer. But I don't know anything about any of them. I just <laughs> like things. I just watch it and I like it. You know, I don't i don't know what things mean so it was really funny for me to read it but that's my reading voice and this is obviously my talking voice now
1: and they say the magic dies after the honeymoon phase liars <laughs> you never knew i had a reading voice I never yeah, knew awesome. fun facts oh
0: man we never had a honeymoon phase our whole life is a honeymoon phase just talk about oh well, yeah right yeah well maybe we're still in it uh, it's over when he sent me that text while i was sugar baker girling <laughs> done over we're now we're okay. the old married People, days yeah. Well, you are drinking your wine and cleaning out the 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 oh, toilet the tank. tank, so I think, so yeah. <laughs> that phase. I will read. Okay, I like how you said "gross." Mary Joe's dad it's days Charlie. Like I said, Joe hasn't had enough interesting stuff Neither. with uh, men. So I haven't really noticed when they're talking about today, and they're uh, talk- okay. Ugh. Oh, I should say when we get to the episode, but uh, you know what? I will. I'll pause. I'll just read this, and we'll get to the episode. Okay. Mary Joe's divorce father visits. Okay, I am gonna go. You <laughs> <laughs> said okay, well, that was a few words. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm tired. Go. What? We'll say, say it again from the top. Mary Joe's dad dates Charlene. Mary Joe's divorce father's father visits, but to Mary Joe's horror, most of his time is spent with a new woman in his life, Charlene. Uh, dun, dun, dun. oh oh, Jeffrey Lewis is playing her dad Dr. Davis right and then uh, of course we've got J.D. Uh, Richard Gilliland and, and those are our guests
1: Jeffrey Lewis what? was in an episode of X-Files did you ever uh, see the one where the guy takes pictures stuff. of death <gasps> uh,
0: what season was that do you remember
1: mm, I can find out
0: oh no 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 I was oh, just gonna I ask you if you remembered, like here it was, okay, I was wondering it was how like season was, You know, maybe. Okay, I was trying to figure out if it was like okay. middle, beginning, and or whatever. Oh, no,
1: season six, episode ten.
0: I've, I believe I've seen it, but I've seen him. He's in like everything. Oh, he just died last year. Yeah. <gasps> we're not in April. <laughs> Since I've been thinking forward to April, I oh. for a second forgot we're in October. But he died in April, 2015.
1: Yep. And he actually, like, do you remember he died for Scully? Did you ever see that episode?
0: Oh, uh,
1: yes. He, like, arrives at the crime scenes just as people are dying, and he takes a picture of death. Yes. Spoilers, if you haven't watched yes. X-Files in the last 20 yes. years. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, he takes pictures of death because he uh, avoided death. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to die now because he's been ready, and he avoided it once, so it's almost like he's immortal now. <laughs> and so uh, Scully gets, like, a life-threatening wound and basically would have like, if he takes her place. Like, he
0: takes it. Yes, and I told And that, that's where the whole theory that, about man. Scully,
1: like, died or whatever comes from. It's
0: some weird lore Whoa. in
1: X-Files. Oh, hey, Hamilton. What's up? There's a Hamilton ad on IMGB right now.
0: <laughs> oh, of course there is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I see it, too. I got it.
1: Okay. Anyway, Hi. Sorry. <laughs> That was oh, the no. segue. But yeah, he was on X Files. And he's a great character actor. He's done a ton of things. I mean he's
0: in like everything. You would yeah. immediately recognize him if you see him. Yeah. Yep. Uh the last thing he did, I wanna know. Let's see, the last thing he did was uh High and Outside oh, <laughs> which is in post production now. Uh oh, the uh what am I excited what was the last thing I saw that he did? Oh he was on house. Oh god, he was older man on house. Aw ridiculous <laughs> he was also on like, criminal minds oh he was a coroner on criminal minds this is crazy he's a very recognizable actor i feel like you could have given him a name you know? right. anyway so w- my point is when there's t- this first scene makes you he- they kind of point out women you know talking about men but mm-hmm. i i've not really noticed how often the show passes the best gel- is best text right mm-hmm. bechdel best
1: yeah gel? but yeah
0: however you say it. Oh, I don't you don't know? What know? Okay. Talking about. I don't know. Um, yeah, the test where it's like a, a can room of women, not like it's just a room of women and they're not going to talk about a guy, basically. Yeah. Like that's the test. Like, Every freaking episode. Yeah, I feel like they do pass it. At least like that. At least there's a scene, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's not the whole episode, because they do talk about men a certain amount, but there's plenty of not oh, talking other about
1: topics. Yeah. <laughs> Other
0: topics. Yeah. Other topics. Yeah. topics. Okay.
1: So, um, do- so yeah, we start sugar bakers, but my very first note is imagine dating your best friend's dad. Gross.
0: Okay. Uh, let's pause for a second. Has there been any fathers that you could have imagined dating? Nope. At all.
1: Of my friends?
0: Yeah. No. I'm trying to think I about mean, it. There my was friends like a have very awesome like before. dads,
1: but like their yeah. dads, not not like, oh man, your dad's hot. Though people were friends with me sometimes because my brother's really hot. But that's different.
0: Oh, that's true. Well, your brother is uh look, I've never lusted after him because he's your brother. <laughs> but I could see like he's like Captain America. He's that <laughs> He's like, like the best I big love it. every ever time ever. I give him a hug and it's like hugging like a marble statue. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Even when he's like, Oh, I've like let myself go, I'm like, to what? Yeah.
1: He's yeah, always he's like, I'm sick. weak. I'm weak.
0: I'm like, There's not <laughs> an ounce of fat on your body. That- that he's giant, he's gorgeous, <laughs> he's like a faithful man, like faithing man, you oh, know. Yeah. Uh, like he loves Jesus mm-hmm. and he's like oh he fixes shit. He's like a father and like he's a husband. Bad. Like he was none of these things when your friends had a crutch on him. No, but I
1: could he was like twenty five.
0: My point is twenty sixteen <laughs> I could see it. Okay. I could see it. <laughs> I adore a lot. So I could see how people would be like, ooh hanging out with Leslie for her hot brother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you ever had a crush on any of your friends' dads?
0: I'm trying to think through it. I can't. If, if one doesn't jump out, then I guess probably not.
1: Yeah. I mean, there are hot dads. I mean, Dad bod sixteen. We learned that on two
0: Dope. But... <laughs> Don't too soon. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but I can't
1: think of any of my friends who have hot dads or had. I guess when we were growing up.
0: No sorry that was a no. bad segue that's to okay. nothing
1: no that's okay but, uh, so we can that's okay we'll just jump right back in so we're at sugar Baker's and suzanne is sitting in a typewriter and she's literally pecking with a pencil like mm-hmm. two words per minute pecking with a pencil and it's driving <laughs> julia huh? yeah
0: suzanne's taking it easy she had a lot less episode you know
1: yeah she did she did she's recovering uh, so yeah. she's typing letters of recommendations for girls who are wanting to join a sorority. I didn't know you needed letters of recommendation, but whatever. Um, yeah, you didn't
0: have to be like, you know, have to get in, you know.
1: See, I know nothing about that. Uh, I just I don't know. I just know from like working
0: like I don't know. I've been a supervisor of sorority girls before uh, when I was back working at colleges mm-hmm. and stuff.
1: So yeah. she makes yeah. a comment about the Wilson girls and doesn't know how they're even like. Like, how they're even pledging. Like, they shouldn't go through rush because they're not attractive. Rude. Yeah, rude. (laughs) And then uh, Julia says that the sorority stuff is nonsense anyway. Um, I don't really know much about it just because I never was in one. um,
0: Mm -hmm. That's okay.
1: I mean, okay.
0: I haven't heard positive things. Like, even someone who liked it, uh, I noticed that she has trouble having real friendships with women because of how competitive she was in the sorority life.
1: That's crazy because the whole, like
0: the whole thing,
1: it should be like lifting each other up and helping each other out and having a true friend. And it's just not
0: like, she has a little trouble having friends her own age or like, her own, like, it's something, like, if it's the same level as her, it's easier for her to who to be friends with people who are older or something like that mm-hmm. or, like, younger, but not the same level because that natural competition comes in. Sometimes. And that's just, that may just be her. Sometimes people, since they're, like, national chapters, wow, my aids have been really weird lately. Mm-hmm. Um, national, national, very, like, I don't know where that's from. Um, the chapters, uh, sometimes there's that feeling of sisterhood You know like nationwide maybe Like oh we're from the same like sorority Maybe that's like a positive Thing yeah like when
1: you meet people For the first time maybe And like oh we have this thing in
0: common Like like, you know Kiwanis Club Or something you know like one of those things it's kind of You know Yeah but okay
1: go ahead So Julia was kicked out of her sorority um, And I think it's the same reason they kicked her Out of Chapel Hill for a little while Or did something to her at Chapel Hill She mentioned it uh, at the Thanksgiving dinner um, but also she oh, apparently got yeah. kicked out for not wearing a girdle on campus. Oh, God. And then Suzanne says she just on. thinks it was personal because Julia insulted the president and she said she looked like mm-hmm. she was weaned on a pickle, which just means she had a pickle face. Like, oh, I love a resting bitch face. Oh, basically. that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Charlene comes in and <laughs> ironically, I don't even know if I use that word correctly, but I'm going to use it anyway ironically uh she's sick and tired of man crazy women and mm-hmm. she believes there's more to life than men um yeah but she saw this thing at <laughs> the pick and save and it was i $20. love how she's like $1.
0: saying herself it's a very yeah, yeah. it's a very like me moment to be like look blah 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 but, but then i just did the thing i kind of complained about you know
1: <laughs> look at this thing because it's amazing and you'll have to forgive me because this thing is amazing um, so yeah. she found a poster and she shows it to them and this is dude in a mustache, and she says that this is the best looking man left on earth. And it was Left Atlanta on earth.
0: earth. Oh my god, that's even how his character is, is labeled best looking guy left on earth <laughs> is how his character is on here too. That's so funny. That's funny. Um so yeah.
1: and he even has an Atlanta address, so like the girls <laughs> kind of like get all excited and like talk about maybe trying to find yes, him. Yeah, they could find him. And then Julia says mm-hmm. that they sound like a couple of bloodhounds. I could hang a man on a stick yeah. and work you into
0: a frenzy. <laughs> and now, point, I did say on Twitter that, like, a friend of me, a friend and me were both talking about stalking Ben Barnes while he was in town, though. I mean, so, I'm no better. Knocks. Uh, yeah. Yeah, those Comic-Cons, they bring the cuties. They, they
1: do. So... Um, Yeah, so so the phone rings and it's somebody for Anthony and all Julia knows is that this guy says big blue rolls tonight and it's Mr. Mm -hmm. Victor's dog grooming parlor is where the phone call is from. Mm -hmm. So she makes a note to ask Anthony what the hell that is and then Mary Jo comes in and she's really excited because her dad's coming to town to visit for four days and she hasn't really seen him since her parents got divorced uh they've been married for like 30 some years and so the divorce was really tough on her because she figured you know at that point in their lives they'd be together for the rest of their lives
0: i got i didn't i really missed even though i watched it twice how how longer the actual divorce was
1: yeah i don't do you remember i I did not catch that it seems like it's been (laughs) okay a while but not like super long time because she hasn't seen him at all since yeah And the yeah. fact that, like, this whole situation arises is that she's not used to him dating.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it could be, like, a year, even, you know? Yeah. Like, that seems like it would be a reasonable amount of time to, like, not see somebody. But mm-hmm. it's still fresh, you know?
1: Right. Uh, but he's attending a convention for vets. And Suzanne pipes in. I didn't know he was in Vietnam. And then Julia mm-hmm. explains that he's a veterinarian. And they get in a fight about the meaning of the word vets. And Suzanne
0: says Which uh, must have been the eighties, nineties joke. Yeah. About the vegetarian versus veterinarian.
1: Yeah. Must have been that too. Yeah. yeah. She brings that up too. And then she says okay. she didn't just come in on the banana wagon and Julia says, <laughs> Oh, not wagon. But maybe she was referring to the banana yeah. festival that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. They're kind exactly. of like they may have or wagon. or wherever. It could have happened. She would yeah. have been there. Um, and then she says, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And then Julia says, how I hate it when she pummels us with with clever repartee. And so they're classics. <laughs> yep. Um, and so Mary Jaila's yeah. dad has never seen the shop, which is surprising because everyone in the world has been to Sugar Baker's and knows where it is. I find it yes, hard episode. to believe that he's never Indiana. been there. Yeah. Uh, next note just says in all caps, "Anthony in a vest," as it should. Yep,
0: Anthony vest count.
1: So he's been moonlighting and mm-hmm. using the sugar bakers' van to transport dogs for this uh, dog grooming person, and he says he was trying to be a model for disadvantaged people after you know being in prison and getting out and like rising above and all of that. Yeah. And Julia says she'd love to see uh, how him using a van to transport dogs will inspire some underprivileged youth <laughs> to win the Nobel Prize. And yeah. then they like they bring up the the guy and the poster, and um Anthony says that he looks kind of mm-hmm. wimpy to him, and he bet his uh, mother still butters his toast for him.
0: Oh, Oh, that's a weird insult.
1: Yeah. Uh, So at this point, Mary Jo uh, brings in her dad to meet everyone. And Mm -hmm. he says that she underestimated Charlene in her description of her. And they're very clearly like instantly smitten with each other.
0: Yeah. oh gosh that was a moment that was some
1: chemistry it was like because you know hands with other people are like oh it's very nice to me. you are very you seem very nice You're very beautiful mario talks about you a lot and then he like will not let go of her hand
0: and she will not it like
1: it. Go his and it's quite gross i
0: guess it's for tv i guess it's for tv because i was like i've had a moment like that but it like there uh, it wasn't as ridiculous <laughs> you know like we yeah, couldn't I like go to, eat each other's hands or, or whatever you know that
1: way but it was it, it's more like it's yeah. longer than it was maybe I
0: don't yeah, know. yeah 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 um, yeah
1: so it's making mary joe a little uncomfortable at this point and so she's mm-hmm. kind of like trying to round him up and get him out and stuff and mm-hmm. um so he com- compliments all of the women in the room and says that they're the best looking group of women he's ever seen. And then Charlene starts yeah. giggling like a schoolgirl. Gross!
0: Oh my god, too much.
1: Um, and I'm noted here how like they're all sitting, uh, in the like sitting area, obviously, but the scenery mm-hmm. in front of the coffee table always changes. So, like, that oh. one episode where Mary Jo is being overdramatic in her Dorothy outfit, mm-hmm. there was, like, a chaise lounge. And yeah. now there's, like, two baby Ottomans. And, like, sometimes there's, like, a little settee or there's nothing there. Like, it, it changes wonder... based on the situation.
0: It could also be connected to the fact they're, like, a designing firm. And, like, maybe that furniture is there because it's going to be, oh, yeah. you know, taken somewhere.
1: Yeah, so in the meantime. And then,
0: it's like, so it's just like that's just a place they keep it. Yeah. yeah sounds
1: like, a good idea. I don't know. So Mary Jo points out that JD is going to pick them up for dinner later. And he says, good, then the four of us can go to dinner. And she's like,
0: four? Smooth bastard.
1: Right? And she's like, yeah. He says, yeah, "Yeah, you, uh, whoever this JD person is, me and my date. She's like, you Mm -hmm. have a date? Who's your date? And then he says, I was kind of hoping it'd be Charlene. Gross. Uh, (laughs) You are so grossed out by this. They're
0: cute. Am I weird?
1: You're not weird. I just don't like it. I don't like it at all.
0: Yeah, you don't like it.
1: <laughs> um, you do not. So then we cut to... <laughs> you You
0: know why? Because you're Mary Jo. That's why you that's, don't that's like exactly it. That's
1: exactly why. You're like, I am this is horrible. You're hardcore. This is terrible. You know why I
0: don't dislike it? Because I'm kind of Charlene sometimes. Yeah. I'm basically everyone but Mary Jo. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not very Mary Joe, but sometimes I'm Suzanne-ish. Sometimes I'm Charlene-ish. Sometimes I'm Julius, But I'm very Charlene. And so maybe I'm like, yeah, yeah, I would totally have a crush on someone's dad if he talked to me like this guy was.
1: See, there we go. Now we get... See, that's good because we got two sides of the issue. Balanced. hmm Yeah. Fair and balanced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, So then we cut to the most 80s dance floor mm-hmm. that's ever been with a terrible cover of oh, Do You Love Me by the Contours. Like... It's bad. Oof. Yeah. And Charlene and Mary Joe's dad are dancing. Um mm-hmm. like having a blast. And Mary Jo and JD are just and drinking over on the side because yeah! Mary Jo's What's upset. the
0: point of that. Like what I know she's upset, but like they're having no fun.
1: No fun. JD is clearly having no fun. Yeah. Uh, then they start slow dancing and Mary Jo like She's talking about this whole situation, and she says that like it's not a date. She's more like a chaperone, and JD says, yeah, like she's chaperoning him pretty good right now.
0: Ooh, JD, don't try to poke don't, the bear. Don't even. Don't try.
1: <laughs> so they yeah. go and cut back to the the dancing couple, and Mary Jo's dad says that Charlene reminds him of a girl he knew at the end of the war.
0: Yeah. And she
1: says, the big war, World War II, and he says, yep. And she says, I just love that war. Pause. What? Yeah. <laughs> so many people romanticize this time. And like. Ooh.
0: Yeah, it's not right. It is not right. I
1: mean, yay, period pieces. But like, it devastated most of the world. So many people I mean- died. I mean The death
0: and destruction, y'all. And
1: it was like this this big romantic idea when the soldiers maybe because came of home. Americans.
0: It's probably because yeah. It's probably because she's a woman and she's an American woman. Yeah. And she's like, and it didn't. Re- it if I shouldn't say it didn't affect people, but it wasn't here. Yeah. We didn't fight so on our home soil. There's potentially, um, there's maybe more potential to romanticize when it when it's something that's farther away. Is my point. Yeah. Not that people didn't. People definitely felt the effects of it here. Right, I right. That.
1: But it wasn't like fighting yeah. in your home and bombs yeah. on your home. Um, yeah. two. There's a movie, uh, The Best Years of Our Lives, It won an Oscar. Whatever year it came out, but it's about men coming home. And oh, i people, seen that one. Yeah, yeah. And people always talk about like everything is romanticized, but that movie, mm-hmm. surprisingly for its time, was not. It showed yeah. like wow, a great. man coming home to a broken marriage and another man coming home with no arms and like just. Yeah. And a man coming home to his wife and who he loves, and like trying to reconnect with her, and so it really was not this romantic time. It like tore people apart.
0: It's a great film.
1: Yeah, highly recommend. Yeah. Um. So then she also points out this was the last time men and women were real romantic. Again,
0: Uh, that's not true. Uh,
1: you remember that time when we had only been able to vote for like twenty five years, and we still couldn't really do anything without a husband or a father. And mm-hmm. that time that that dude grabbed that nurse that he didn't know and kissed her, and how romantic that was. No, I'll take my independence <gasps> and autonomy to choose whether I want to be single or not, to choose whether I want to own my house or not. <laughs> I'd <laughs> much rather be someone's equal today and other people think it's less romantic than be seen as like a lesser human or property. Because she's definitely
0: of a different generation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But she's in her 30s, in the 80s. Think right. about that. Yeah.
1: Completely like, different mindset. Yeah. Uh, but she does make a joke and says that she would have been the cheapest woman alive. <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke. Because she's a sucker for a guy in a uniform. And I just want to be like I wanna give her a hug and be like, Bill's coming. Just hang on for another season and a half. Bill's- Is
0: he in uniform? I don't remember yeah, him he's at all. I just remember
1: him. he's oh, normal, yeah, okay. so she's gonna get her handsome sweet guy in a uniform because he's awesome.
0: Oh, good. Okay, good. Yeah, I remember, like, yeah, I just don't remember
1: much details. Right. Um. So her dad, Mary Jo's dad says that he was, he was not World War II, he was too young, but he lied about his age and he enlisted and everybody in his unit was killed and he was wounded. And that Mary wow. Jo doesn't even know about his war stories. Um. So mm-hmm. they kind of have like a little moment. And then he points out what a terrible dancer he is. <laughs> He doing <laughs> some weird rendition of the twist, I think. Oh, it's oh, it's
0: fantastically it's horrible. I love it.
1: Uh, and JD is very amused yeah. by this. And then they cut to another yes. song and they're playing uh, the instrumental version of It Had to Be You. And mm-hmm. at this point, they are hug dancing. They are literally just hugging each other and moving around.
0: Yeah. And J.D.'s asleep she sure on Mary Jo's She's Jo's it. Yeah. Well, yeah. She, she says something funny about, like, you couldn't even put something between them. I don't remember what it was. Oh, but you couldn't even, the, yeah, uh, the
1: break it's... of dawn. The break oh, of dawn yeah. wouldn't even fit between them or something like that. The crack of dawn the something like that. poetry of this woman, yes. She's an angry <laughs> poet. It's amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. And then they start to tango. And at this point, Mary Jo's is just, like, beyond ready to go. <laughs> And mm-hmm. so she yeah. says she hates to break up Lawrence Welk and his lovely champagne lady, but they're ready to my go. Goodness. And then he's like, yeah. okay, don't wait up. She's like, I'll leave the <laughs> tea under the mat, I guess.
0: <laughs> mm, 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 mm.
1: And then we cut to Mary Jo's house, and she's still yeah. up, and J.D. is still up, and J.D.'s having coffee, looking exhausted.
0: Oh, my God. He's been dealing with this upset yeah. woman. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. And it's one 30 uh, Mary Jo's pacing and she's basically worried that they're going to sleep together. But I love how this image of her dad in his underwear keeps coming up mm-hmm. and how uh, she says if he lets Charlene see him in his underwear, I'll kill myself <laughs> like that's it's not
0: <laughs> that, it's I not, love that line that it keeps coming up over and over and yes. over like she just hates the idea of him of her of Charlene seeing her dad in his underwear.
1: Yeah, like that's that's the so point. good. And yeah. so JD's just like you know your dad's divorced and he's gonna date and you're just gonna have to get used to it. And she says she yeah. knows she's being selfish and immature, but it's a... oops, sorry, that's my alarm. Um, <laughs> I think it's still. I just I still think it's a weird situation, and I think I think she is acting maybe you know a little weird about it, but it's a weird situation.
0: I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh! It's a weird situation. Wait, yes, totally. Like it doesn't. Like, look, we couldn't even. I was joking and being kind of dumb's, but we couldn't even think of a situation where we actually would date our friends' dads. Yeah. So it's not that common, especially as adults. And then, yeah, and then yes. I mean, like, these women are actually older than us, except for Suzanne. Yeah, they're in their. So they're in their thirties. They're in their thirties. They're in yeah. it. So. Uh, um. Ooh. And that's where where it gets really weird when you're adults and stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then your parents are in their 60s. Yeah. Or at least late 50s. Yeah. Uh, But she has called her sister. And Mm -hmm. she wasn't home. So JD's kind of like a little alarmed by this. So maybe like Mary Jo's sister blows things even more out of proportion than she does. Mm Mm-hmm. And – so her sister calls back, and she's telling her she thinks that their dad is, is like, losing his mind. <laughs> and yeah. And then it cuts back to their evening, Charlene and Mary dad. Mm-hmm. And he's telling her about the girl that she reminds him of. And he said that he didn't marry her. And she asks, did she die? And he said yes. And then he says that he's so a dreamer. So sad. Yeah. He's a dreamer, and she was a dreamer. And he comes from a long line of drunken artists and poets. And it's a good thing he met Mary Jo's mother because she kind of like, you know, was a a force to kind of put him on the right track so that he wasn't just, you know, always Mm -hmm. with his head in the clouds. Mm -hmm. And then he kisses her hand and thanks her for giving him such a wonderful time. And she says, thank you for giving me such a wonderful time. And then we go to Sugar Bakers the next day. And everyone is doing work except Suzanne, who is lounging on the couch. And she's really excited because... (laughs) She's having a good episode. She is. She's just relaxing and saying whatever the hell she wants. Yeah. Uh, She's very excited because they're going to show Gone with the Wind on Cable. Which, Damn it. That's going to be nine hours long. Because if it's on cable, there's going to be commercials. And there's going to be a lot of commercials. It's going to be nine hours long.
0: I fear that our listeners... May love Gone with the Wind. And they're going to be very upset by our opinion on I it.
1: I don't like it.
0: I am sorry. I yeah, I know. Because, like, you know, sometimes people like um, design women because they really like southern things. And mm-hmm. sometimes people who, like, really like southern things really love Gone with the Wind. We're allowed our opinions, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, and as are people who like it. Yeah. No, my mom opinions. loves That's it. That's okay. It's no, my it's my totally fine. Movies.
1: like, I've bought it for her three or four times over, um, like, on VHS and DVD and whatever else. And... Um but yeah, we're just not fans.
0: And of course this being designing women, they tackle it in a way I appreciate it because just for a minute, I should also say my personal vendetta against Gaunt the wind is that I was in a uh, book group where we read the damn book. Oh my God out loud was it and was it every week out or every other week? Loud was it every week? did I go every week? Or was it every other week
1: went. I think you I don't think you went every week.
0: I feel like probably every other week. Which so I would say twice a month. Longer. Yeah, I think that yeah, twice a month for two straight years, I think, two wasn't it? Years. Was it two years? Or was it one year? No, it's gotta be one. Two years we couldn't have done it. But still that a seems year crazy. to read one book. Yeah, because yeah, I don't know why the two is sticking out. It must have been that it was twice a month. Every Warrior. month for at least a year, if not longer, oh we read Gone the Wind out loud. I love the rep parts. So I was always able to I do mean, those. But, yeah, we, I was in a book club where that happened uh, because uh, um, the one of the leaders of the group heard about these women in, I think, London, who read Charles Dickens out loud every, like, Friday night and, like, kind of romanticized that. And I was like, oh, let's do that since we, like, are in the South. Let's do it with um, – Gone with the Wind. No, and but Charles
1: Dickens did write hundred page books.
0: Because I remember that when we got halfway through, we watched the movie because some of the younger people, including myself, had not – I wasn't one of the younger ones, but uh, had not seen the movie. So we watched the first half of the movie when we got to the first – through the first halves of the book. Of course, there's a huge difference between the first and the second part of the story. And um, and then we, we read the rest, and then we finished it, and it was just – a lot and I mean like we we did not like a skip a meeting I it was at least twice a month I don't see I feel like every week would have been too many but um yeah so this thing took over my life (laughs) for a long time I would have I would have rather that I like was in a play version of it or that like I was in a movie of it or something you know because at least then you'd have some kind of product at the end nope I've just read it and hate it now. That's it. And and the thing is also I was with people who were romanticizing it the same way Suzanne was. You know, and that's the thing. And I love, oh my gracious, I love how she tries to talk to Anthony about it.
1: Yes. Okay, so she says... Don't you just love that period of history? And then my notes directly under that say, "Ooh, no, gross. Why? Why do people continue to romanticize such a horrible time? Slavery, racism, sexism, dudes being awful, and no indoor plumbing. Why?
0: Be fucking wary of somebody who says that that was a good period of history. Because it's like, shit, who do you hate? Yeah. (laughs) You hate somebody. You love that time of history.
1: And she specifically is talking to Anthony. (laughs) <laughs> so yes. Very, the very word. diplomatically. No, actually, my people didn't enjoy the Civil War all that much.
0: Oh my God! I mean, he, he he knows to not pick this battle because she's ridiculous. He's, yeah. There's no point. Yeah. And then she says like, but when you have you ever thought of calling us like Miss Suzanne? Yeah. <laughs> like He's Miss. Never crossed fuck? my mind. Oh God! Does <laughs> she not realize that people like, who were slaves, yeah. really freed slaves, were saying that like like, like that people it were was calling. It had to it wasn't out of actual respect no it was that was your master of yeah. you as a human being. i can't yeah i can't i'm I, I'm. what yeah what slavery slavery Jeez. And okay she
1: says sometimes she wishes we could go back to the way things were then to which i responded let me list some of the problems with that one Specifically with Suzanne's lifestyle. One. Yeah. No beauty pageants. Your beauty pageant was hoping the man you got to marry wasn't 80 and disgusting. Furthermore, (laughs) you have no titles. No beauty pageant titles or any other titles. No land deeds. You are below humans and don't get to have any. Two. No divorces. You legit had to stay married to that dude until he died or you did. Yes. Three. Yes. You cannot vote. Four. You cannot own that beautiful large house that you live in, and we get to see sometimes yeah, in the I show have, I... with your satin sheets. You might still have satin sheets, you don't know them. Five. You would have to be expected to birth a baby, and odds are you wouldn't live through it because people didn't understand whoa, whoa, about whoa. being
0: clean. I don't know nothing about birth, no babies. I don't know nothing about birth, <laughs> no babies.
1: Six. Speaking of being clean, no indoor plumbing, so you wouldn't have been able to bathe every day.
0: Oh my god. Seven. You
1: live in Atlanta.
0: They mm-hmm. pretty regularly didn't they back in the day because I remember that oh wait I'm thinking of something else no I'm thinking of something oh, else now Sorry, no, oh, am okay. sorry because I remember that there was a book that was very southern that I read how they would have so many baths and powder themselves that they were like tea cakes by the end of the day Ooh. is what I remember but I think it may have been a different it may have been a different time period <laughs> <Sorry>. keep <laughs> going okay. on your list
1: 7. Sorry. You live in Atlanta Sherman probably would have burned every scrap of what you own sorry, what your husband owns Clear to the ground. Finally, number eight. Also, guess what? You're gonna lose the war. Anyway.
0: Yes, it's gonna suck. <laughs> Does she not remember the second part of <laughs> that right? movie where everyone's just like not starving. doing that well? <laughs> yeah, starving, just walking around all bedraggled and like, uh, no, not looking great. I realize I'm a dickhead for even coming into your rant, because that could have been a perfect Julia rant, but no, I okay. wanted to keep talking to you. I should have yeah. just let you go. No. Sorry.
1: This is a conversation.
0: I know. Um,
1: and she but says I... that people were so polite and genteel. Uh, yeah, unless they were beating and raping oh, no. their slaves. You know, the people that they oh, owned God. and had a legal right to torture.
0: Slavery. Or
1: when they beat and tortured their wives and got away with it, because that's just what happened. But if you know,
0: I was in charge... Of reviewing out the wind, the book or the movie, my one word would be slavery. Be like, that's
1: all you need. Slavery.
0: Just whispered slavery. Like that's, <laughs> that's all you got. it's all you got to know. Or I'd scream in your face if I could. But I don't feel like screaming at our lovely listeners nor you. Uh So I do the opposite. I'm just going to be like just real quiet and make you think about it. Real quiet. Oh my god, I'm from North Carolina. <laughs> 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 I'll be real quiet. It's expected yeah that's what we're I'm talking, talking about with. southern women i actually talk <sighs> um, charlene
1: is lucky and has missed this entire conversation goodness uh i wish i had missed that entire conversation
0: <laughs> um, so. i do like i do like that they're showing both sides of it though like i've mm-hmm. honestly heard people say this kind of shit not people i'm friends with but right. uh I've heard people say this kind of shit and um and then yeah, I think it was worth kind of putting a mirror up to mm-hmm. it, you yeah. know?
1: And seeing it for, like, yeah. what it is. And again, the whole thing when we were talking about war, too, with romanticizing something that was awful. Or, but if it's you just see not it.
0: not romanticizing war whatsoever. How about
1: yeah. that? But, too, if you, like, looking at it from Suzanne's point of view, as a privileged white woman, it looks this certain way when, like, looking back on it and only examining certain parts. So, yeah, mm-hmm. like you said, it's important to hold a mirror up to it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, can never forget. I, I remember that when there were a lot of fights about um, the – why Why were we fighting about the Confederate flag recently in – oh, like last year or before? Because – Like a state rights or something like that?
1: Yeah, because you can't put it in a state or federal building because – it's not the American flag. It's not a state flag. Like you yeah, can't fly yeah, yeah. it on government yeah. property. And then people got pissed. Yeah. It's still that fight is still going on in my hometown.
0: It's, There's still a giant Confederate flag every time I drive. Oh, yeah, home. that one. I forgot. Yeah. 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 Um, I remember that when it when it was really heated, because and why it's so silly that it's kind of I forgot people, you know, I do have problems with memory. But I forgot about it because I was I was like, this is such a obvious thing to me. Why is it even being argued is why I don't even hold it in my brain, unfortunately. But I do remember that I was uh, with somebody who was much older, uh, let's say like in her 60s, maybe 70s from the North who had moved to North Carolina. She was actually from New York, moved to North Carolina and she was black. And uh, we were talking about it because it was on I should just say the situation because it is a bit important. I was donating platelets, like blood platelets, uh, to a center that I went to regularly and it was on the news. And it was funny because like I'm strapped down. So it's uh, in like, you know, she's putting like needles in me and stuff. So I'm in a, a vulnerable uh, position and we're talking about things. And I realized and why I mentioned my situation is because I could have been entering a very awkward conversation where I'm going to look like a damn fool because that's what happens sometimes. And I was like, why did I even talk about this? But I asked her, I was like, well, what do you think about this? As someone who's like not even from here, someone who, you know, sees and feels racism. I don't think I worded it that way, obviously. And she was funny. She was like, well, the one thing is I don't ever want people to forget.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Because when they forget how horrible people can be to each other, that's when you can repeat the mistakes. And so I kind of saw this, allusion to got the wind, uh, to be that way that it's like, let's not forget how stupid people have been, right. uh, but not like a huge big, big old deal about it, you know, cause which is, it was, it's how this show is that they just kind of every now and then, mm-hmm. you know, pull things, uh, pull things out and pick and, and, and yeah, throw it in. So that's not, there'll be times where they'll hit you over the head with stuff, of course. But, um, yeah. Sorry, that was kind of a long story for that, but yeah. uh, it just made me think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Charlene does come in. She, cousin-
1: she comes in. She's missed all of this. She's late because she overslept, and Mary Jo is pissed. Her dad yeah. has been out with Charlene until 2 a.m., three nights in a row. He's only here for four days, so he's getting ready to leave probably today. I'm
0: tired even thinking about that. Right? <laughs> 2 a.m. I'd like a really... I was like dance with some cutie. I guess I would, but I don't know. I'm it sounds like a to lot. Up <laughs> on Saturday. Like no.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. So she again, this issue comes up, and she quietly asks Charlene if she has seen her father in his underwear. Like kind of whispered. Yeah, have you seen underwear him in his underwear? In, his underwear? <laughs> in your underwear? <laughs> <laughs> have I you seen done. Have you seen him in your underwear? Okay. That would be woo. Hello. Woo. Um, mm-hmm. And she says, of course not. And
0: then <laughs> that woo was just kind of added at the end. <laughs> that was perfect. Okay, continue. Uh, so woo. Mary Jo takes
1: this opportunity to point out that she is tired of everyone going out with the men in her life. Like Suzanne was engaged woman. to her ex-husband and now Charlene is dating her dad. Oh. What is the problem with you people? <laughs> is there a, <laughs> is the man shortage so bad that you have to pilfer my drawers? At this point, Anthony, I did. I wrote it all down. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, At this point, Anthony is like, I'm out. I'm done. Uh, Good. Mary Jo, I think you made a good point. (laughs) And he makes his exit. Yeah. And uh, Mary Jo points out that she knows how easy it is for Charlene to fall in love. And no matter what happens, she's not calling her mom.
0: (laughs) That is the one weird thing about, you know, dating your friend's dad is you get kind of that's like a joke in a lot of 90s. Like mm-hmm. teen comedies, you know, and yeah. stuff. Even yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one I remember it in was like the second Bill and Ted, I think, because it just got weird. I think it was. Wait, no, it was the first Bill and Ted, and then she marries the other dad in the second one. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Back in my real big Kiana Reeves loving days. Neo. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Continue. So She's- Charlie all-
1: is adamant that nothing happened, and yeah. So then we cut to Mary Jo's father's leaving and they're talking and she says she wishes that, you know, next time he'll come and spend a little more time with her. Yeah. And she brings up this thing about him and his underwear again. And he's like, no, but it's none of your business. Yeah. And and so then the, the real issue comes up and it's not, I mean, it is weird that he's like was hanging out with Charlene, but like the core of the issue is that she doesn't understand like how her parents could drift apart after thirty some years together, yeah. And he says, "The more you love someone, the longer it takes, but sometimes you do drift apart, and that's what happened to them." Mm-hmm. And he says that he knows that's that she's like, been
0: met. Do it. That's like beautifully tragic, like a cure mm-hmm. song. Yeah, you know, like oh man, it's so true and just breaks your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
1: Go ahead. And uh, no, no, no. And so he says that he knows she's been mad at him because she gets this look on her face, and she's like, "What look?" Mm-hmm. And he says, "The look Eleanor Roosevelt used to have when she came up from the coal mines." What? And then he gently reminds her that she is also a divorced parent.
0: Um. Yeah.
1: And then she oh. goes to say, "Oh, well, that's different." And even though the circumstances are different, the outcome is the same. And she knows that she's been acting like a child. She says, but when your parents split up, it hurts no matter if you're five or 50. And she's so pitiful and she's crying and I don't like it when she cries. I know. And um, she just, she can't understand. She's like, I don't understand all those years wasted. And he says, those, those weren't wasted. You know, we loved each other. We had good times. And then the kicker. He says he could never say anything about waste in the same breath that he was looking at her. It's like they had these kids
0: i got like chills i like i'm a little bit i want to tear up a little right? bit Right? just that that's oh it's beautiful
1: that yeah like time was never yeah. wasted just because it ended doesn't mean the time together didn't mean anything yeah um so they they basically have made up and it's really cute and everybody's crying and uh Mary <laughs> Judge goes back oh, to man. sugar bakers to apologize to charlene um and she says mm-hmm. that her dad said that he was going to send her some uh, black market orchids because that's what he used to send the woman he was in love with her in the war. And she says, mm-hmm. "You know, yeah. I got you something." And she tells her to close her eyes, and she brings in the guy from the photo. She has tracked him down, and Charlene is so adorable when she freaks out when she opens yes. her eyes and freaks out. Um, his name is Tom Clarkson, and she's so embarrassed uh-huh. and adorable and just like. Can't believe it! And then Mary Jo ends the episode. Saying, I would be so embarrassed. <laughs> I
0: know, right? Could you imagine? I would. That's the type of thing that I would do for you, but you would kill me. And <laughs> then it'd be. So, but then the funny thing is, like, it's the type of thing that I would accept, but you wouldn't do it because you'd be like because of the same reason that you would kill me. You know, it's like so funny. <laughs> the embarrassment, like, yeah, yeah the embarrassment. Like, no,
1: um, but she ends up. She ends the episode saying, "When I apologize." I apologize. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I can't believe she found him. That's so damn cute.
1: So cute. He had an Atlanta yeah. dress, and everyone knows where Sugar Bakers is, so I'm sure it wasn't hard to find.
0: Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that show so ridiculous. So, oh, did man. you have a
1: favorite outfit this week?
0: Oh, crap. Um, Yes. I liked JD's. Uh, date outfit but you couldn't really tell when they were at the club club well you know that's where they were I guess when they were dance I know (laughs) know, know. they were at the club they were at the club the 80s club (laughs) like the 80s 30 something people club Jeez, Oof. um, I was trying to thought. Okay, uh, you couldn't really see it there, but when they're back at home, he's all exasperated and has taken off his coat. I like that outfit because he's wearing just kind of like a pale. Actually, I have a picture of it that I saved. He's wearing just like a pale, like uh, shirt. Uh oh yeah, it, it is yellow. I thought it was yellow, and it is. It's like pale yellow dress shirt and like gray, you know, suit pants. But that oh, this is a funny screen cap that I took. Um, but I love the Argyle sweater vest. Yes, yes, all, all about a good that it, sweater vest. They do not look good. I mean, necessarily, but I'm all about some sweater vests. Um, I need to bring them back in my life, and I love Argyle like nobody's business so much. So, um, I like that outfit because it also it doesn't really go together at all. Mm-hmm. Like the colors and stuff are just like I mean, so you've got this really really pale shirt, um almost like a cream, you know, underneath a navy blue sweater vest that has uh like a foresty green and like a deep red uh, argyle diamonds and like gray pants. Like it's a mess, but it's beautiful. What was your favorite outfit? Uh
1: so my favorite outfit has a story. <laughs>
0: Uh-oh. That you Same. know already.
1: Um, oh, yeah, it's good. So one time we were watching this movie, and uh, it's a very sad movie, but also supposed to be uplifting. <laughs> Whatever. Dave what? Duchovny's in it.
0: Um, oh, no, <laughs> that one! And, of course, i
1: surprised I watched huh? a sad uplifting movie
0: with you. I, I've never believed because that, you that have would you never happen. watched
1: a sad movie with me in your life. What are you talking we about? Did. Yeah. So, yeah. there's a couple in the movie, and then there's a doctor, and the couple, their daughter's basically dying. And there's the scene where they're in the kitchen, and they're not really arguing with each other, but they are, like... Oh, I know! Because they're, they're arguing about the situation, because they're really sad, and there's this bowl of grapes <laughs> on the counter, and it's a beautiful... You're telling our
0: podcast the beautiful grapes You can stop
1: if you want.
0: No, oh, no, I'm so happy about it. My my little stool is right beside me. <laughs> my grapes are right in front of me. Like, this is hilarious. So there's a okay, bowl of grapes
1: you. on the counter. And it, these are, like, amazing grapes. Like, food photography grapes. Yes. And... I think it was you that looked at me,
0: and you're like, "How? I, could love, uh, anyone... I love a good grape."
1: Yeah, and like, <laughs> how could anyone ever argue when there are such beautiful grapes right there?
0: <laughs> so you're the dumbest person alive. I think I was being legit. Too. <laughs> like, I don't think I was making a real joke. I was like, "Come on."
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so grapes are a theme in our relationship. We stand... wait, but didn't we have like an argument that night? It was probably something? some like stupid argument.
0: Of course, yeah, we don't really yeah, argue. Yeah, we don't really argue. Like, I think it like, we had an argument that night, and I was so annoyed with you, and you sent me a picture of beautiful grapes, didn't yeah. you?
1: I think, yeah. And, it
0: was, and that, I mean. so it became instantly a theme. Yeah. I think also because you cracked up when I said it, yeah. You're like, who the fuck says something about beautiful grapes, but me, because I'm, like, obsessed with, like, fruit. <laughs> fruit is my world. Yeah. And, the uh, yeah oh my god my hate my cat is headbutting right now because he's worried that i'm not okay um so beautiful grapes theme we grapes buy theme. each other
1: things we periodically will send each other pictures of grapes anyway yeah. charlene's yeah. dress at the very end when she meets the uh most beautiful man left in the world or whatever uh the dress is fine it's just plain it's green it's long it's got yeah. dads, of course like yeah but it has—I don't know if it's a brooch or if it's like actually sewn onto the dress or what.
0: But, it's a brooch. I re-looked re- at it.
1: Okay, I need that brooch. Yeah. Um, it's grapes. Beautiful, beautiful grapes. Oh my right god. Right above her boobs on her chest, and it's great. And she has like these great earrings <gasps> to match. Um. So yeah, grapes. Grapes is my outfit. I'm sorry, that was a long story. I
0: know. I'm so context. happy you shared it. I just can't believe it. <laughs> people now i love it i hope that people listen to this podcast and they know that story about us because every now and then people ask me what's with the grapes yeah. like you know if they see like my stool or like if i have like a <laughs> bunch of grapes you can just or- direct them
1: to this episode and be like listen to this episode yeah. so you understand
0: yeah uh and it's just it's kind of as a good uh insight into our relationship in general that we're just kind of ridiculous people
1: we are, that like we never have like real arguments even when we argue uh-huh. And we just send each other grapes and it's all better.
0: Oh, yeah. I was more. I mean, that's actually a more beautiful, like, deep part of it. I was thinking that we're just as ridiculous that we harp on something like grapes.
1: Oh, no. That's the most important takeaway. That that other was secondary. Uh,
0: Okay. Okay. But, yeah, that we don't really have arguments. Well, you know, some other people should be as lucky.
1: Right.
0: I guess. Uh, Is that our
1: episode, then? That's our episode. Yep. Oh. so please check us out on the interwebs we are sugar baker girls on most everything facebook twitter instagram tumblr youtube pinterest uh but we are the girls who came to sugar bakers on our podbean site and on itunes if you mm-hmm. like us please take a moment to rate and review on itunes it helps with boosting and recommending and uh, whatever else algorithms
0: <laughs> yeah Uh, thanks. I don't know what I was going to say there. I'm sorry. I just kind of got, I'm like, I'm done. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks Thanks for listening, guys. we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. The best. And then... The best. The best. best. I'm the best.
1: I'm the best. <laughs> Standing on a car, finger in the air. With some women's, with my fingers in their hair. Spike, 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 spike. <laughs>